0: Hey, Sean Gabey here. Welcome to the Supernatural Leadership Podcast. Wherever you are listening from, we are glad that you have joined us. Please follow us on Instagram at Sean Gabey and at Supernatural Leadership Podcast. And or visit kingdomculture.ca or seangabe.com for more engaging content around topics we will be discussing. As well, you would love it if you would leave a review on this podcast as it helps boost our ability to get this content out to more people. If you are new with us today, just want to inform you that we will be releasing a new episode on the first Wednesday of every month and every so often, a bonus episode. So make sure to hit the subscribe button so you can keep up to date with every episode. There are so many great leadership podcasts out there and truthfully, I love so many of them. So why Supernatural Leadership? Really it's the difference between presence and principle, as we discussed in episode one. The very first episode of this podcast really sets the tone for the why and purpose for this podcast. I would encourage you to have a listen if you haven't already. Simply put, we believe everyone has a leader within them at some capacity. Whether you're a CEO, non-for-profit director, media mogul church leader, pastor, small business owner, manager of teams, a dad, a mom, and well, the list could go on. If everyone has a leader within them, why not make that leader a little more supernatural? That's the heart and goal behind this podcast, helping you connect your natural with God's super, making your leadership a little more supernatural. At the end of every episode, there will be practical activations and exercises to help us grow and mature in the various areas discussed. Thank you for listening to the Supernatural Leadership Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Supernatural Leadership Podcast. You know, we are living in crazy times. This world is just a wild place to live during this time. And processing what would be beneficial during this wild time, I decided to do do something centered around what most all of the globe really is experiencing right now. And so our focus and subject for today's episode, which is actually episode 10, which I'm so glad that you are joining us for. Uh, we are going to be focusing on the subject pandemic perspectives, pandemic perspectives. I really believe that in the season, one of the greatest things as leaders that we can come into is having a perspective during this pandemic. Um, We have to get something out of this. We have to pull something good out of this. God has a plan in all of it to give us something good. He's redeeming. He doesn't cause this stuff, but out of this stuff, out of ashes comes beauty. Um, Most people believe that you can find anything a good out of anything bad. Pearls come out of places of agitation. And so we're going to come out of this with perspective. We're going to have perspective actually in it. While we're in it, we're going to come out of it even stronger as a result of having a good perspective. So we're talking about pandemic perspectives today. And, uh, you know, whether it's a pandemic, whether it's an epidemic, a depression, a recession, recession, uh, you know, an economic downfall as a result of a terrorist attack, these types of things have been going on throughout history and humanity has reacted uh, differently in everyone, but we've learned from everyone. We've come out of it with something. Society has gained something from it. We could focus on all the negative and we could share all the stats on all the bad things are happening that are happening around the world or that have happened in, in, in historical pandemics or epidemics or depressions or recessions. But we want to pull out as the supernatural leader, we want to pull out a healthy perspective of the good that I believe uh, we are called to grab a hold of in this season. I read this out of an article, this one statement out of an article uh, out of the L.A. Times, and the writer wrote this. No one can know exactly how the COVID-19 pandemic will ultimately change the world. Unforeseen consequences will lead to even more unforeseen consequences. And as much as that is true, sometimes the consequences of an unforeseen circumstance has more positive than negative, even though we might not see it initially, even though it might take years for the economy to recover there are good things that we will see later on that have come from this time and i believe those that will grab a hold of the greatest components or attributes or elements of this season will have uh, a a pandemic perspective that will cause them to to embrace and hold on to and find and discover what good things are available to us. I read this article out of the New Yorker recently, and uh, it was um, uh, an interview actually uh, with an author, with an author, Frank M. Snowden. And it was talking about, they were talking about his new book, uh, Epidemics and Society from the Black Death to the Present. He's a professor emeritus of history and the history of medicine at Yale And he said this in the article when asked the question, his response was epidemics are a category of disease that seem to hold up the mirror to human beings as to who we really are. I believe that is absolutely so true. You don't have to be supernatural, you don't have to be discerning, you don't have to be prophetic or even spiritual at all to have an understanding that in times like this, whether it's an epidemic, a pandemic, a recession, uh, a depression in our economy, in times like this, when people are in isolation, when people are forced to do things that go against the ordinary rhythm of life, out of these situations, it's like holding up a mirror. Humanity sees themselves for who they really are. Whether, you know, we see ourselves for how much we really care for our neighbor, or we realize, man, we don't really care for our neighbor at all. And we are completely selfish. Seasons like this has a has a way or have a way of really revealing to us who we really are. And that's a good thing. It's also, in a sense, a bad thing because sometimes failure can produce failure. If you don't have the grace or the perspective to see your failure through the lens of opportunity, then oftentimes that failure will reproduce failure because that's what happens. You start feeling the shame and you just want to keep failing. You might as well fail again. You've already messed up a bunch of times. You're already a loser. You're not going to make it. You're not going to get out of this. And then you just keep that cycle of failing going on. But if you have a perspective, perspective while you're in that feeling of failure, oftentimes you'll see it as an opportunity and as an opportunity uh, it creates breakthrough, it creates transformation in our life. but ultimately seasons like this really show us uh, what humanity really is all about. The bubonic plague killed half the population of full continents and therefore had a tremendous effect on the coming of the industrial Revolution. Epidemics also, uh, as we're seeing now, have tremendous effects on social and political stability. Uh, Frank Snowden says they've determined the outcomes of wars and they are also likely to be a part of the start of wars, uh, of wars at times. And so, you know, in, in times like this, and if you look at the bubonic plague, as he was mentioning, there was opportunity. This was uh, had a huge impact on the coming of the industrial revolution. Uh, seasons like this have a way of kickstarting a new revolution. We are in a completely different phase of life and time of life right now. We are in a digital revolution right now. If there is any if one thing that this pandemic has produced more of or propelled more of or pushed uh, more uh, of, of in society, it's this digital Uh, this digital way of life, digitally connecting. I've I've said this to our, our community, to our organization over and over again. Although we are social distancing, we are digitally connecting. I think there are more, there are people that in some ways it feels lonely at times in quarantine, but in some ways I see people connecting more during this pandemic digitally than they ever did uh, when they're when they, when they weren't stuck in their house. And it's like it's it's putting this extra intentionality on connecting. I know it's not the same connecting through a phone, FaceTime, Zoom or whatever, however you're choosing to connect with people. But there seems to be a greater intentionality. I and mean, there's never been a time in history when uh, where where so many churches have gone completely digital, doing all of their experiences, services, messages. Uh, digital weekend and week out, Instagram lives, Facebook lives, Zoom calls. I mean, I've been on Zoom calls with thousands and thousands of people, with national leaders connecting with people that I would have never connected before with because of just time and space and and whatever the case may be, but because we are in this forced quarantine, we're 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 engaging and embracing this opportunity uh, opportunity in this season of digital connection. So I want to give us today four perspectives that we need to have. That I believe, uh, as a supernatural leader, we need to have during this pandemic. And we can call them insights. You can call them instructions, but I'm calling them perspectives in the pandemic perspectives for the pandemic that we are living through right now number one if you're taking notes which i would i would encourage you to write this down number one is see the potential see the potential during pandemic first perspective perspective number one is we have to see the potential in the pandemic. There is something like I've I kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier uh, that that you know the the bubonic plague made way or put a great impact had a great impact on the coming industrial revolution. This is something that most people struggle with in times of uncertainty, times of uh, you know fear, times of. Just not knowing what's going to be next often feels confusing. Often, like all these issues are coming to the surface. People realize how addicted they are to certain things. You know, really, there's a like like I said earlier, there's a mirror that's held up in front of you and 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 screaming at you. This is who you are. This is who you've always been. But you didn't have time to address it because of the busyness and the rhythm of life. It's really easy to hide under the carpet of busyness or under the comforter or the blanket of of busyness and routine and the day to day and not ever deal with your stuff. But in seasons like this, it's like a magnifying glass. It's like a mirror. It's held right in front of you, screaming at you, saying this is really who you are and who you've always been, but never had time to deal with uh, with with these things, and so this quarantine is really forcing a lot of that to come out for many people. But in seasons like this, it's really hard to see the potential when all you see is all of your junk, all of your stuff, all of your failures. It's hard to see potential when you see problems. Oftentimes, the the very thing that blinds us to our potential is the problem. But we have to start seeing our problems. Uh, and with the eyes of potential, we have to start seeing our problems as opportunities to grow, opportunities to transform, not the other way around. You know, we're we're often focused on these challenges that we're facing. You know, what if scenarios like. If I lose my job, my house, my investments, my business goes bankrupt. So many questions right now around the world with so many. I I know business leaders that have laid off, you know, hundreds of staff members and, and people that have shut down multi-multi-million dollar businesses because they're just not allowed to show up. They're not considered an essential workplace. And so there's so much fear and what if, and how am I going to come out of this? And I know there's government bailouts, there's financial aid, and that's great. And I think governments are on the world have been doing a great job considering they've never navigated anything like this before at this level, at this, with this magnitude. But um, it's, like I said, it's hard to see sometimes the potential, but this is the perspective that God wants us to have, that, that makes us a supernatural leader in times like this, seeing the problem with eyes of potential, seeing the scenario in front of us and saying, Hey, I see potential. I'm going to, this is going to, cut. you know, this is going to happen outside of this. This is, this is going to happen within me through this. I'm going to have an inner transformation because of this. I'm going to come out better, stronger, bigger. I'm going to come out more confident, more bold. This is what we're talking about today. This is what we want to get to. This is the outcome that we want to see as supernatural leaders, supernatural leaders. Don't let these these fear realities or what-if scenarios and sometimes even just plain facts permeate their perspective. Sometimes, honestly, the infection, the infection, like these facts, these fears, these what-if scenarios are like an infection, are like a pandemic in and of itself. And we end up experiencing another pandemic within the current pandemic. And it's this pandemic of of isolated fear and confusion and all these facts screaming at us, telling us we're going to fail and we're not going to make it and we're going to lose our home and, and everything's going to crumble. I mean, we're going to get divorced. We're going to lose our family, all these different things. These these things are wreaking havoc on the very soul of humanity in times like this. And I'm seeing it happen in many people. I'm seeing people from a positive standpoint coming out stronger. And I'm also seeing people going deeper into their despair that maybe they were already in at some level, but this just tipped everything over and was the tipping point. And, you know, when 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 this these realities begin to wreak havoc, like an infection, it's like an infection of the soul. When these facts and these things get in, begin to govern our patterns, our lifestyles, Uh, how we walk, what we do, what we say, uh, they, they paralyze our ability to move forward. So, you know, supernatural leadership is all really all about inviting a supernatural God, the God of potential into these unstable, uncertain times to take what seems like an impossible situation and turn it into something possible that produces ultimately something of great impact in our own lives and those around us. Another uh, article, actually, one of the same articles that I referenced earlier out of the L.A. Times, um, our staff writer, Joe Mazingo, wrote in the title of this article was from the black death to AIDS. Pandemics have shaped human history. Coronavirus will, too. And he writes from the plague of Justinian and the black death, to polio and AIDS. Pandemics have violently reshaped civilization. And he goes on to write, while the outbreaks wrought their death tolls and grief, they also prompted massive transformations in medicine, technology, government, education, religion, arts, social hierarchy, and sanitation. Sanitation. I don't know if you heard that, but sanitation. Before the cholera epidemic of the 19th century, cities thought nothing of mixing and mingling this is listen to this, it's crazy. Mingling their sewage and water supply. Before the whole cholera epidemics of the nineteenth century, cities thought nothing of mingling their sewage and water supply. But what woke them up was this epidemic, this cholera epidemic, it made them realize that we need better sanitation. We need to pay attention to this stuff that we never paid attention to before. I mean, he continues to write nations and societies rose and fell on the backs of pandemics, the black death of bubonic plague that erupted in the 1300s, killing half the population of Europe. You know, some even historians believe that this was a this was a huge, you know, part of making the Renaissance and Reformation possible. So you see like the good, the potential that, that could come out of what we are facing now based upon just straight history. Together, pandemics and epidemics have led to advances in public health and allowed cities and civilizations to grow and prosper. You know, and considering these things that, that have happened as a result, I had mentioned one of them earlier about sanitation, but we have the germ theory, urban sanitation, vaccination, penicillin, better hygiene. Isolation wards and the scientific method, which brought rationality to modern medicine. So there's so much potential that can come out of a situation like this. I want to give us a little bit of a spiritual insight into what I believe is happening in this season. This is an important part of our pandemic perspective episode today. And I'm actually gonna I'm gonna pause in a moment for a little brief uh, break. Because I want to show you, I want you to listen. I want you to listen to uh, a word, a word that I, I felt God had spoken to me near the end of December 2019. He gave me three things that I believe, or the three things that he wanted me to focus on and share with people that I, that, that I believe was to be a, a directive for how we pray uh, how we position ourselves in this season, and really, they're just their perspectives of the season. When you have perspective of the season, you know how to position yourself properly to to get the most out of any season. And so, these are three things that God showed me. God spoke to me near the end of December before the world went on lockdown. Very important we understand this because, you know, yeah, I know in November, the end of November, December, we started to hear about the virus in Wuhan and the, and the you know, the lockdowns and the and the city shutting down. I know we began to hear about it, but I don't think anybody thought it was going to touch down here. I know in January, people started to see, you know, they started to see some cases. Um, but I shared this word the first week of January, the very first week of January publicly, and we began to pray into it. I shared it at my church. I shared it with, with our leaders. I shared it with our team. And um, and then, you know, about a month later, I just happened to be in Brazil. Before all this lockdown happened, the beginning of February, I was in Brazil for a massive gathering and I was recording some footage and I just felt prompted to record this short word. I did it in like a few minutes, probably like three to four minutes. And uh, I recorded this word Uh, just to make it more, um, you know, accessible. You can get it on YouTube and you can, you know, watch it on my Instagram page on IGTV Live. It's also on my Facebook page. Um, But I I want you to listen to this. It's a short video and this is just gonna, I believe, give us and reinforce even more the kind of perspective that we need to have during this pandemic. Have a listen. Hey everyone. I know that we're already into the year 2020. But I want to encourage you. I, I want to share something that God spoke to me in the end of 2019 as I came into 2020. There's three things that I really felt God speak to me to encourage the, the church at large, to encourage you um, for this year, for this season, however long the season may be for you. I believe there are three things that God wants to do really specifically. And they might sound cheesy or even cliche and they because they rhyme, but I believe It's actually an encouragement from God to you today. Uh, The first thing he spoke to me was that in 20, in 20 there is plenty. I believe that in this year, you're gonna begin to discover in a whole new way that God is not only the God of enough, he is the God of more than enough. God wants to show you that he is an abundant God, that although you've had your needs met, it's time to break through into little bit more. God wants to give you and show you that with him there's plenty, plenty left over. Not just enough to meet the need, bare bones need, but there's plenty that he's the God of more than enough. One of his names is El Shaddai which means the God of more than enough. So in 20 I believe you're going to encounter the plenty. The second thing he showed me was that this year you're losing fear. This year you're losing fear. Yes I know it rhymes and it may be a little cheesy, but this is how God showed it to me. This year you're losing fear. I know that scripture says that God's not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love and of a sound mind. I know that to be true, we believe that, but this year something's going to break in you in previous seasons, like in 2019 and years prior, where fear has stopped you, where fear has paralyzed you. I believe that in 2020, God is breaking the power of fear in a really powerful way off you. It's a year where you're going to step out into things that used to paralyze you with fear in previous seasons. It's time to walk. It's time to run. I want to encourage you, it's the year that you're losing the fear. And the third thing that God showed me, it was that in this season, you're gonna find your reason. You know, in every new season of life, there is a new reason for development within the inside of our spiritual life. If I'm going through something new in a new season, it's because there is a reason for it. God wants to develop a side of me, a new part of my character, give me a new refined version of myself. I believe that in this season, You're gonna find the reason as to not only why you've been through what you went through in previous seasons, but you're gonna know in this season all of the reason why it is you're up against what you're up against. You're gonna have clarity. In other words, you're gonna have perspective. You're gonna have a 2020 realization of what God wants to do in and through you this year. So this season, you're gonna find your reasons. Number one, in 20 there is plenty. Number two, This year, you're losing fear. And number three in this season, you're going to find your reason. I want to encourage you, lock into these things this season of your life in 2020 and great things will come as a result. Hope that encourages you. I know it's going to be an amazing, amazing year. Well, I hope that short audio clip encouraged you because I I know it's encouraged so many people and it's going to help them position themselves in this season to pull on really the promises of God that that really make us the supernatural leader we are called to be. So once again, we're talking about pandemic perspective. So number one was see the potential. Number two, make the pivot. Make the pivot. We got to make the pivot. After we see the potential, we got to make the pivot. A pivot in basketball. You know, I, I loved basketball growing up. In fact, it was probably my favorite sport at one time. I played uh, competitive hardball, competitive baseball for some time and then a transition to basketball, loved basketball, Uh, played, you know, high school, you know, house league. I didn't really get competitive on it, but I loved basketball, played streetball all the time with my friends. It was a a hobby and, uh, you know, a pivot when I was writing, writing this, this message or this, uh, this episode, this idea of we have to make a pivot and immediately, I came. I started to think about basketball and about how you know the the word or term pivot is used quite a bit, if not all the time, in the game of basketball. And pivoting in basketball really is a is is an action that the the guy who has the ball, the guy or the girl who has the ball, and uh, he has the ball. It's an action that the ball handler can take by rotating around the pivot foot. So pivoting really helps a player avoid a defensive player. Um, find an opening on the court to take a shot, make a pass or even dribble the ball toward the basket. So what I feel like we are to do in this season, one of the perspectives we need to have is to to see where we are to pivot. Stop. Take a moment. Think about your next move. How are you going to win? in this next season. This is your pivot. This is, this is, you need to have a perspective. You need to score. This is your objective in this season. That's the object really of basketball. Get the ball in the net, whether through passing to a teammate, dribbling the ball down the court, and or getting that three pointer or getting a slam dunk. It starts with a pivot. Take the first move, change your direction, get a different perspective get a perspective of the net maybe your perspective of the net is going to be through seeing the teammate that's open and i'm speaking metaphorically here because in this season seasons like this not only do we need to see the potential see where we're going we need to make the adjustments take or make the the pivot you know sir isaac newton who who everybody knows in his early 20s made a pivot and you know in the, his early 20s he saw an opportunity in his quarantine season, in his season of isolation, working from home during the great plague of London. He was a college student at Trinity College, Cambridge. And during quarantine, the mathematical papers that he wrote became early calculus, as we know it. It's awesome. He made a pivot. Not only did he see the potential, he made the pivot. Next, he acquired a few prisms and experimented with them in his bedroom, even going so far as to bore a hole in his shutters so only a small beam could come through. From this sprung his theories on optics. He made a pivot. Many around the globe right now are making pivots towards social media, digital connection, developing new media platforms, creating video content, and finding creative ways to create residual sources of income. Let me ask you a question. What's your pivot What's your pivot in this this season? Stop and take some time to contemplate what you're going to do to get the ball that's being handed to you, which is the ball of opportunity during this pandemic. What are you going to do with the ball that's being handed to you? Uh, and How are you going to get it into the net so you can come winning out of this season? So we have number one, see the potential. Number two, make the pivot. And then number three, embrace the preparation. If you can see what's happening, you can embrace what's happening. Two different things. It's if you can see, if you can see the bigger picture, if you can see the potential, if you can adjust and make the pivot, be strong in your position, then you can embrace the situation at hand. And if you can embrace it, you will be prepared by it and from it and through it. And you will go through this season, come out of this season, being stronger than when you came into this season. What's happening is you are being prepared in this season, being prepared to come back to a new normal with new skills, sharper skills, more creative and innovative in how you approach what it is that you do. Or maybe you'll be doing something totally different than what you were doing before this pandemic. Whatever the case may be, lean in to the preparation process taking place in this season. So, so important. What are you doing to prepare yourself? How are you preparing? Maybe you're studying. Maybe there's a new topic. Maybe you've seen saw the potential. You saw, okay, I'm going to go back to school. You made the pivot. You, you did take the first step. You, you know, you, you got a target, you got a goal, and now it's time to dive in. It's time to study. Or maybe it's write that book. Maybe it's write that book. You saw this awesome opportunity, maybe in your job and what you do, you've been given time off and you're getting paid man utilize that utilize this season and write that book that you've been wanting to write that you've been trying to write but always said had no time now see the potential make the pivot and embrace the preparation process and so if that's writing if that's studying if that's you know starting a new fitness regimen if that's starting your online business whatever the case may be embrace the preparation embrace the preparation. I heard somebody on a lead on a national leadership call on a national leadership call uh, about a month and a half ago, make this statement that, you know, people all around the world are talking about, we can't wait until we get back to, you know, life as normal, normal life, back to normal. I want to get things back to normal. But he said this and it stuck out to me. It was so simple, yet so profound. He said, you know, it's not about, it's not good. First of all, it's not going to happen. We're not going to, things aren't going to go back to normal. He said, I'm excited for things to go back to a new normal. There's going to be a new normal that comes out of this. And that's what we have to embrace because everything is going to change. I mean, most of the world is, is in a similar or was in a similar situation as, you know, say North America, for example, right now. We've been on quarantine in our province since March 5th, I think March 12th or March 15th, I can't remember, but we've been on quarantine for some time now. And, um, and, and we, we just know that nothing is going to come back to normal. Things are going to change radically. Economy is going to change. The way we do business is going to change. Health guidelines are going to change. The way we interact in public is going to change. Math, mass gatherings and how that all goes down for the next season, for who, for God knows how long, is going to change. There is going to be a new normal, and that will become the normal at some point. So, number one, we have. Number one, we have. See the potential. Number two, we have. Make the pivot. Number three. We have embraced the preparation. And number four, we have begin production. Begin production. It was 2004, 16 years ago, that I developed my first school of supernatural leadership. Now, it wasn't called this back then, but it all began because some people saw the potential. Not only did I have the desire to teach people uh, on the supernatural, and to develop, develop supernatural leaders, people saw around me, the potential within me, and they pulled it also out of me. I remember one woman, one woman asked me if she could learn from me. And, and, uh, one day I remember I was, I was out and about and, uh, I saw her somewhere at a gathering and she said to me, she said, Sean, would you ever consider teaching on this stuff, developing supernatural leaders, developing the supernatural in people, you know, hearing the voice of God, learning to recognize the voice of God. This woman was probably in her mid forties at the time. You got to remember, I was just a brand new in this whole journey with God. And she had heard the reports, heard the stories that were happening around me and in me and through me. And she said to me, she said, would you ever consider teaching it, teaching us myself and a bunch of others are really interested, you know, And, and this really inspired me. And so as a result, I spent months developing my first school on the supernatural back then it was called School of the Prophetic 101. And I started teaching 13 people, Uh, that had all been on this journey longer than I had been alive at this point. And I taught it in a little house on my street for 13 people for six weeks, once a week for six weeks. And then at the end, we did a three-day event where we activated the supernatural in their life on the street. It was a powerful, powerful moment. And so as I taught this for six weeks, I began to refine what I had developed. Then I took about six months after that for editing and greater development, and I eventually established it as something official. The point is, it went from potential, it went from making a pivot, new focus, direction, preparation for months of creating, to stepping out, and then producing it to make it accessible to more than just 13 people. Fast forward 16 years later, I have taught my schools around the world to thousands of people, and it has become the backbone to everything we are doing today so I want to encourage you begin production make some stuff happen in this season now you're probably hearing a lot of other people talk about well just take some rest you know what if rest is what you feel you need take it you know there's nothing worse than a tired leader nothing worse than a burnt out weary leader. if you are in this season be have permission to take rest have permission to do nothing and recharge. But if you're in a season where you feel like you're okay, you have the energy and, you know, you have the perspective that this is a season where you need to pull something great out of it um, that maybe you wouldn't normally be able to do with your current work situation, then do that, too. But if greatness looks like rest, do that as well. And that's honestly the best type of production in the end, especially when it comes to your relationship with God. So here's a review and some takeaways for today's episode. Number one, see the potential. Find the potential, the opportunity. Don't look at the problem. See the problem as a potential opportunity for transformation in this season. This is what we are called to see in uh, during this pandemic. Make the pivot after you see the net, after you see the goal. Look where you're going. Um, Make the pivot. Make the right move. Number three, embrace the preparation. Embrace the preparation. Put all of yourself into it. Number four, begin production. I want to give you a little bit of an activation, but it's going to be a little bit different as we are um, not out necessarily out and about. I want to give you a practical activation in this season. It's really simple. It's based on those four things I just read to you, and I just want you to ask yourself the question regarding all these four points for the season: How am I seeing the potential, and what? Am I seeing the potential? Maybe it's in your relationship with um, your friends. Maybe it's in your relationship with your family, your spouse, Your uh, maybe it's in relationship to what you do in life and maybe you've been unsatisfied in your career path currently. And so in this season, you're going to see the potential and how you're going to improve and how you're going to refall in love, let's say, with what you do. Because at one point you were, but maybe you lost that love over time because of busyness and just the routine of life. So number one, you ask yourself the question, how am I seeing the potential? And in what am I seeing the potential in? Number two, make the pivot. Make the pivot for what? What are you making the pivot for? Well, you're only going to have that nailed down when you see the potential in what it is that you are called to go after in the season. Number three, of course, it's obvious I just said it. Uh, Embrace the preparation. Embrace the preparation. Figure out and write down what that preparation actually is. Be practical with it. And the last one is begin production. Start somewhere. Start somewhere. Come out of this isolation season, come out of this quarantine season with starting something new that you uh, that you can continue on after it's all over, which who knows when that's going to be. Thank you so much for listening to episode number 10, a pandemic perspective. Please share it, rate it, write a review. It helps get this out to more people. And even in more, even more, I actually would love for you to take a snapshot on your phone of what episode you are listening to uh, in whatever environment, and tag me on Instagram uh, or Facebook, because I would love to see where you're listening, what you're listening to, how it's impacting your life. send me send me some feedback or even send me some questions that might may influence a future episode. We'd love to hear from you. Remember, we all have a leader within us. So why not make that leader a little more supernatural? Thanks for listening to the Supernatural Leadership Podcast and we will see you next time. If this podcast has been an investment into your life and or impacted you in any way, we are incredibly thankful. We would love for you to join us in being able to continue bringing leadership content like this every month. Of course, it does not come without a cost, and our heart is to continue bringing you more improved quality and content. If you would like to partner with us with a one-time financial gift, or to sign up as a monthly partner, you can do so at kingdomculture.ca. Thank you for listening to the Supernatural Leadership Podcast.